0: Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, where we are all about supporting women over 40 to create and live a fabulous next chapter. You are in a unique generation of women, unlike any before you, with opportunities and longevity that means it's time to intentionally design your fabulous next chapter rather than just live it. That is what the Extraordinary Women magazine and podcast are all about. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extraordinary Women podcast. This is episode 112. I'm your host, Sherry Harmel and I am the editor as well as the chief creative of the Extraordinary Women magazine. Well, today I'm going to talk about getting the answers for what's next for you, what's in that next chapter, but getting the answers from your body instead of your mind. We're also going to talk a little bit about problems, especially which problems to focus on and which of those you need to leave behind. So let's get started. Doesn't matter whether you want to start a business of your own or restart your life in a new way, in a new direction, you know, in this next chapter. It all takes some getting ready for the new you when she arrives, if you want to call it that. The first element though, and it's truly key, that you make sure that whatever it is that you are thinking of doing is authentic and real for you. Now that sounds so easy, doesn't it? You make your list, you imagine what it will be like, but the most critical way that you can learn if what you are planning to do actually aligns with who you really are is to check in with how that new plan feels inside your body. And to do that, you have to turn off your mind. And that is no simple feat. When you turn off your mind, you can listen to the messages that are coming from your body. So many of us, myself included, march down certain paths to sure that something we want to do is the thing to do. You know, we're goal-oriented people, and we're often told that if you make a plan to get to the goal and you work the plan, you'll make it happen. What isn't talked about very much is how often we can have goals that really are not aligned with our true selves. But does that matter? You might be wondering. Well, believe it or not, there is scientific research that proves telling ourselves lies even those little fibs will actually make us sick now louise hay some of you you know may not know who she is because she was a pioneer in this whole area some of you may know louise she had two books out that i think were really groundbreaking books one of them was titled you can heal your life and the other you can heal your body and Like I said, she was really on the forefront of making the connection between how our thoughts impact the health of our bodies. So I want you to be sure that whatever it is that you want to create in your next chapter, that it is really something that you want, something that is true for you, not what sounds good not what uh, maybe would be enviable, you know, by others, not even out of that revenge statement of I'll show you, but what is right and what is truly aligned with who you really are. In my long coaching career, I have, I really have coached so many women through connecting with what they really want rather than going through that path of expectations of the family, societal, cultural. I I want to say, uh, ladies, as women, we tend to do this much more often than men. We often make our decisions and our choices and what's next in our life and what are we going to do and who are we going to be and how are we going to operate based on the people around us. What is important about this process, though, this unearthing, if you want to call it that, of what you really want and whether or not it aligns with the real you is that because choosing a path or living a life that is wrong for you or isn't what you really want will eventually make you sick. Therefore, saying that, oh, maybe someday I'll get to it, someday I will do that has consequences that are far beyond what seems like a very tiny decision to put off your dream a little while longer. Now, as some of you know, I moved back to Minneapolis a year or so before COVID because I had convinced myself that my children needed me to be there. See, even a coach needs a coach. I even had this fantasy that maybe I could repair my relationship with my parents. It was all about being the good, maybe even the perfect mother and daughter. Once I made the decision, though, I was going to go back to Minnesota, I struggled to tell my friends. I wasn't very open with anyone about what I was doing. I found that I couldn't even change my location for my business or my social media accounts. Now, if I had stopped for just five minutes... Turned off my mind and asked my body whether this was something I really wanted to do, it would have been a clear no. But I didn't do that. Off I went. And once I was there, I realized I was shrinking inside of myself. There was just too much pain of the past, my marriage, my family issues, all in Minnesota that really were almost like. You know, putting on a lead-filled cloak or cape and trying to dance. Rather impossible, right? So when COVID was over, I sold my house and I returned to Boston. And once back in Boston, I found myself smiling more, feeling silly more often. I was excited just to spend an hour walking through neighborhoods or along the harbor. My body was happy again, even if my head still said very loudly, well, Sherry, that was an expensive mistake. So, no, it wasn't the best financial decision, but I knew in my body that Boston was the right place for me to grow my next chapter. So believe me when I say letting yourself feel your options is the most important barometer that you can use as you work through your decision about what's right for your next chapter. Now, what if you're stuck? And let me tell you, we all get stuck. The real issue is whether or not you choose to stay stuck. So let's dive into those problems a little. And those problems are usually what keeps you stuck. Now, as you may or may not know, I'm certified in the Designing Your Life coaching program. That is a program that was based on the amazing book and process by the same name, Designing Your Life. It's actually a great book. It was created by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans, who are two or were two engineering professors at Stanford University. Having engineering minds, Bill and Dave identified two different types of problems, And these are key, I think, as we go forward. The first type of problems they identified are what they call gravity problems. These are the problems that you really can't do anything about. And they might sound like this. Uh, My boss is a jerk. I like the woman or the man my son or daughter is living with, but I'm not sure that she or he is the one for him. Another might be, oh, I'm so depressed, my partner no longer wants to travel, but I do. We can go on and on, (laughs) the weather, the economy, the political situation, etc. None of these are problems that truly you can do anything about. Why? Because they are not your problems. How do you know? Ask yourself. Can I solve them? Can you make your boss emotionally healthy? No. Can you make your husband want to travel again? No. Can you do anything about the economy? No. And if you waste your time trying to solve what are defined as gravity problems, you'll be incredibly frustrated because you will get nowhere. Now, conversely, The other type of problem are those problems that are within your control. Problems that you can do something about and impact the outcome. Taking those same examples, you can't make your boss emotionally healthier, but whether you choose to continue working for him or her is your decision. That's in your control. As for who your adult children love and marry, that's their journey, right? sharing your thoughts and opinions will only alienate you from your child and if your partner doesn't want to travel but you do aren't you fully capable of finding great travel groups and partners it will feel so much more productive if you focus on the problems you actually have some control over and let those other problems those gravity problems just go by the wayside now If you find yourself a little confused about these two types of problems, a good question to ask yourself when you are feeling stuck and ruminating over a problem day after day is to ask yourself, can I solve this problem? Is this my problem to solve? And trust me, you will get an answer right away. Your next question will be, what is actually in my control? For example, do I stay or leave? How can I find people to travel with? What kind of business do I want to start? What is it that I want to be doing in my life's next chapter? The answers to all these questions are yours to answer and depend on no one else's behavior other than you. What it is that you want or what is it that you want to change so that you can make it happen? those are the problems you want to spend your time on. Now it's easy, really easy, to find gravity problems to focus on. They are all around us. Sometimes though, we might also like to focus on gravity problems because they are all about what everyone else needs to be doing differently or do better, rather than focusing in on ourselves. And this can be a great distraction from feeling the fear of something new. Fear, yes, fear is always with us. Now think about it. Let's say you planned a wonderful trip. You got the reservations, you know, you've got the restaurants you're going to, the museums you're going to, the excursions that you're planning to take, the places you cannot wait to visit. And yet, in the car, heading for the airport, or in that security line at the airport, who doesn't get a little nervous, right? So yes, we all feel that little tinge of fear right before we leave for a new destination. Even if we are headed to a place that we've dreamed about going to, while creating a better and more amazing next chapter, might be might just be the biggest adventure of your life thus far and even though you've done the work and you know what it is that you really want you know that place where you want to be in the next year you are going to feel fear now going back to our first discussion about letting your body tell you if you are on the right path that doesn't mean choose what gives you no fear because when you feel not a bit of fear, you are probably in that place of doing what you've done many times or many years before. It's comfortable. You can do it without thinking. Going back to the trip metaphor, when you travel to a place that you regularly go to, a place that, you know, all of your normal haunts, so to speak, you feel zero fear. So if you aren't nervous, and aren't feeling even a twinge of fear, ask yourself if that dream is too small, too safe. And if you feel the fear, welcome it. Celebrate it. Feeling the fear means that you are pushing yourself out of your comfort zone into creating that next chapter that you so, so much want. So in conclusion, When you sit down to write out your dream, let yourself feel the dream and listen to your body. Your body knows in many ways and is much more intuitive than your mind. Actually, what needs to be in your next chapter and what doesn't fit with the real you can be felt in the body. Next, I want you to write out what you think are your biggest problems or those biggest issues that are going to get in the way to where it is that you want to go, what it is that you want to be doing. Then go through that list and identify whether those problems are in your control to solve, or if they're actually gravity problems that you need to let go of. If it's a gravity problem that's got you stuck, I'm telling you, once you realize that you have no control over the outcome or the resolution of that problem, you will actually feel a shift inside your body. And that shift will give your mind the permission to stop thinking about it, stop ruminating over it, and move to a problem within your control. And those are the fun problems to have, right? So today I'm going to leave you with a quote that I love. The writer is anonymous, but it's so good because I think it just so perfectly relates to creating your fabulous next chapter. And here it is. The time will pass anyway. You can either spend it creating the life you want or spend it living the life you don't want. The choice is yours. I want to thank you for listening today. And as always, I would just love to hear your thoughts. And remember that your feedback guides the conversations that we have on this Extraordinary Women podcast. Take good care, have a great week, and abiento.